Welcome to the Speech Source Podcast. My name is Mary Brzeek. And I'm Kim Dillon. We are two pediatric speech-language pathologists with a combined 25 years of experience. We are your source for speech, language, feeding, play, and much more in between. Welcome to Friday Favorites. This is the time on our show when we talk about some of our favorite things. So today's episode is going to be about puzzles and our favorite puzzles that we have. So Kim, why don't you share with us what your favorite puzzle is today? I chose today is a Melissa and Doug puzzle. It is the latch. Let me see what the actual name of it is. Latch board puzzle. And this is a great one for um, fine motor skills. And kids are having to take each one of the little houses and doors, and some of them are windows, and they have to work on a different latch for each one. So there's six of them, and you also have the numbers on each building. So you can work on numbers. You have different colors. There's purple, blue, yellow, orange, green, and red. And once, and there's just six different latches. Um, I don't know the names of these latches. But just different types of window locks, door locks, hooks. Um, you know, you're having to lift up. You're having to turn. Some of them have just one step. Some of them have multiple steps. So it's great in trying to work on completion. Maybe you're going to start with just one. Maybe you're going to try to get through all six. Um, but once they get the latch open, there is um, a little animal behind each door. And it corresponds with the number. So for, um, for like number one, let me see what animal that is. Number one, there is one purple horse behind the window. And when you get to three, there are three yellow cats. It also has the word, which I love just having that, um, visual so kids can see, even if they're not at reading level yet. Um, so each, latch has some type of animal. And so they can also count. Um, so they know it's six, but we're going to use our finger and we're going to count all six fish. So there are a lot of language opportunities with this. If they cannot get the latch open themselves, they can ask for help. And we can also work on open. And then we can also work on close when we're trying to move on to the next one or when you're done with the full puzzle. Um, and then again, closing it is tricky too. So that's going to be something that they have to figure out or again, ask for help, which is nice. So this is just a lot. It's a very active puzzle. Um, and it's one that it might take some time. Um, but once they become independent with each of the latches, they can sit with this, themselves and play. But it's also one that you want to be there at the very beginning to help them with because, um, and, and I have experienced that too with kids, it can be overwhelming, especially if they're not successful with the very first latch. So you want to be there to help and show, oh, it does open. What's behind it? It's a purple horse. Because if they can't get the latch open, they don't even know that there's something behind the door or the window or that it opens. And so just making sure they get quick success to see that there's a reason to work to open the latches. 
but yeah, it's fun to, um, and you have the animal vocabulary too. There's frog, fish, horse, bunny. Uh, we have the dogs, cats. Um, and recently I just worked with a kiddo and once we found what was behind the door or the window, we tried to go find an object that matched. So um, I had some little wind up toys and we would pick out the wind up frog to go with the frogs behind the door and the wind up bunny that would go with the bunny and the wind up fish. And so if you have something and it doesn't even have to be all of the same type toy, but it's fun to um, try to find that same object. And, you know, it's a good way to work on matching and association. So lots of different things that you can do with this puzzle. Um, it's just very engaging and interactive. And it's one of my favorites. I do use it all the time. And it's different too. I feel like it's not something that kids see um, all the time. It's not a puzzle that's going in and out. It's more of like an activity board type puzzle, but it's very fun. One you should definitely check out. And Mary, what about you? What did you choose for today? So I chose to talk about the Melissa and Doug fishing game puzzle. So this is really a tried and true, I feel like, in the speech path world. Um, I don't know any speech therapists who don't have this puzzle. So um, if you're a speech path listening, yay, we all have this one. And if you're a parent, then you should definitely put it on your list because it's so fun. Um, so this is basically, you know, Melissa and Doug, so it's a wooden puzzle. And it, the one that I have it has all these sea creatures on it. And they, all the sea creatures are in different colors and it comes with a fishing pole. There's this little wooden stick and then a little magnet on the end of the string. And all the pieces have the little magnet on it. Um, I really like this puzzle for, I'd probably say like 18 months and up. Like, I mean, even my six-year-old daughter would like just, you know, totally enjoy, you know, fishing for a second and then walking away. But um, it's a really fun one, especially in the preschool years, because um, it's a great puzzle that you can really build language with and um, kind of do it in different stages. So um, at 18 months, um, you might just be working on the single word like um, fish and then or crab and adding some new vocab. And then, you know, by 24 months, you're really adding in those two or combinations and you're saying red crab, orange fish. So I feel like it's a good one to kind of bridge that gap in the younger years of like, okay, let's combine food, food. I'm sorry. Um, let's combine words. And then what you can also do with it is I feel like there's really good sentence strips that you can do with it. So um, we call this a carrier phrase, but it's just like a beginning phrase that's like set as a chunk that you can, that can carry you into a lot of different meanings. So a carrier phrase would be like, I want, I need, I eat, I play, right? So, so for this puzzle, I usually use the carrier phrase, I caught, or even just, I got either one. And, um, you know, like a three-year-old might be working on K and G. So that's a really good one to work on there. We were saying, I caught a bluefish. Um, 
or I got. And then you might kind of at the beginning. So we talked about like fish goes to orange fish goes to I got orange fish. And then you graduate to adding that little article in. I got a orange fish. And so it's kind of a good one to build sentences systematically with for a learner who needs that kind of process. And it's also really good for fine motor. So at 18 months or something, there's no way they're going to be like actually holding the pole and hovering it over the magnet perfectly. No big deal. They're just going to get their little fingers and hold one hand holding the pole, one hand holding the magnet, and they're just going to place it on the magnet and lift it. And you're going to be like, ah, you caught a, a, you know, an orange fish. So that's a really fun way to work on motor skill. And then you can obviously graduate it to where they're not placing it on the magnet. They're actually having to hover it over the magnet correctly in order to get it. Um, the other thing I really like about this puzzle is it's a great turn-taking opportunity naturally because you have one stick. So this can be really challenging in the younger years because um, I've plenty of times had to take away this puzzle saying, oh, okay, wait a minute. If we're not in a good place to share, maybe this is too much today. You know, so definitely, you know, just it, it's tricky and it's hard because they love fishing in this game. But it's a really good chance to be like, hey, your turn, my turn. And then you go back and forth and fish for the little little fish puzzle. Um, so, yeah, I really like this puzzle. I think it's a great favorite for those reasons of, like, good quality, um, really enjoyable by, like, all kids. Yeah, I think that is another really great one to have just to be able to work on all kinds of different language skills. These are both really great options. We hope that you check them out. And thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast to leave comments and check out our Instagram. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and check out our website, thespeechsource.com. Also check us out on Instagram for more ideas on speech, language, feeding, and play.